Hello, hello. Welcome back to Catch Up Fridays. I'm your host, Oribi Edmond Tamnabo. I am a member of the Vision Society at RGU. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, follow us on our Instagram page at vision, which is V-I-Z-I-O-N underscore society underscore R-G-U. Thank you guys so much for jumping on our podcast. Today, we're going to have a very, very interesting topic. You see, when you study scriptures the way um, we do in the Vision Society every Wednesdays, um, you come to understand that there are terminologies the Bible uses, such as the law and grace. And so today, we want to break down um, the difference between law and grace. So today's podcast is actually titled Law Versus Grace. Um, as you all know, I have mentioned in previous podcasts that there was a season where we studied Romans and we are still studying Romans, but particularly Romans chapter 7 to chapter 8. And through those scriptures, we got to understand the differences between the law and grace and why now we are in the dispensation of grace, the grace of God. And so I have with me a lovely gentleman and I would love him to introduce himself. Hello, hello. Um, my name is Alajidi Peter Bola Okerinde. Um, so I guess a br- brief background about myself. I am a young professional uh, working in the energy industry, um, graduate from the University of Aberdeen, <laughs> and yeah, just part of the Vision Vision Society. Um, I'm glad to be here with you, Ribi. Thank you and so much for joining us. And there's something Jide skipped in his, you know, little resume of himself. Yes. Jide is the youth leader of the vision as a whole. So if you don't know, let me just explain that vision actually started as a youth fellowship in the church um, Jesus House Aberdeen and so over time having been a fellowship youth group for quite some time about two years or is it three we decided to be a society at River Gordon University and so GD is that guy no matter where we are in church as a society he has to be there okay so just wanted to put that in there so you know that we have a distinguished guest in our midst (laughs) you're honored anyway so today god versus grace where do we even start with this conversation it's a big one isn't it it's a big one it's definitely a big one and yeah we can spend months even trying to learn more and decipher it yeah um well where to start i guess law the law would be a good place to start fantastic it's like you saw my question book what is law wow okay so the law um obviously we're speaking from the biblical perspective Mm -hmm. um so taking it back to um old testament obviously the law was a set of kind of commands that were given to the the israelites um I think the Ten Commandments are one of the, the most common um, of the, the law, but there was hundreds of them that were passed down um, to the Israelites. Um, so the law was, I guess, the purpose of the law at that point um, 
was to help to to guide the people of Israel, God's people, to um, help them to become sanctified, to kind of draw attention to their sin and their shortcomings, mm-hmm. and ultimately um, be a tool to draw them closer to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that was the purpose of the law at that point. Yeah. Um, and I think obedience to the law especially in the old testament was was very um key to the israelites and they they felt and they needed to um adhere to that Mm -hmm. i think it was also seen as them um it was key in the terms of their relationship with god so they felt if they had disobeyed um the law they would have uh, broken their relationship with god Mm -hmm. and then them to kind of get back to that they would have to um i guess try and, res- and make sacrifices or make amendments to um i guess cover up for their the shortcomings yes in their yes actually you know in in some of the studies i've done um usually when they did not adhere to those commandments there was usually a punishment that came af- as a as a result um yes. sometimes um you either find that um de- depending on like a certain law some repercussions were stoning to death especially in regards to worshipping idols or you know mm-hmm. um, there were also times say if you committed adultery there was also um, repercussions for those um, actions sometimes mm-hmm. it would just be the lack of presence of God and so that made the Israelites vulnerable to um, their enemies attacking them and defeating them and enslaving them in many cases um, yeah the, the law was actually such a such a <laughs> such a serious um, thing and so usually as we all know in the in the well reading the scripture you also find out that um they also they had to make sacrifices mm-hmm. in atonement for the sin almost as to say okay um instead of us <laughs> dying let this um lamb die let this um dog die in our place so god can you know basically forgive us so that that was the atonement for sin and that's kind of the principle of the law don't you so yeah yeah and it's quite interesting and so knowing that this is something that um has been a thing for the well i would say the israelites who are the i would say that's where christianity started from that's christianity following of christ so where does the grace come in per se okay where does grace come in i guess again that probably tie back to the purpose of the law mm-hmm. at that point and why grace was um, brought in now and mm-hmm. um, it all stems again from i guess the, the garden of eden and the the fall of of, of man and our fallen nature and the need for us to be reconciled back to God. Mm-hmm. Um, but the law at that point was um, was given by God and was used to, um, I guess, help guide the people of Israel mm-hmm. um, until a certain time where um, there would be it's grace, there. which is manifested in yeah. um, in Jesus Christ, yeah. which would then be. And the ultimate sacrifice yeah. to atone for the sin of everyone. Let me um, let me ask you a question. Did the law yes. really help them? So we say the law was there to bring the people back to God, but did, did it work? 
I would say, yeah, I, it's it's one of those um, one of those ones. If the law uh, highlighted the sin, um, did it then cause them to to sin more, or did they just neglect mm. um, neglect the law? Mm. It's funny because in terms of the Israelites, obviously they they had other laws, but they're quite known in the Bible in the text that they. Um, quite often um disregarded the law and did their own thing um even recently i was looking back in uh, the book of judges i quite see quite frequently every so often every generation Mm -hmm. they would kind of forget uh, about the laws of god and then they would fall into some some trouble and then they'll come back to god so i think yeah the law was meant to um, help guide them help to draw attention to their sin and help to allow them to to live a uh, a life um for god but as we have seen through the bible it's it wasn't sufficient yeah um i think that was just due to the capacity of of us as humans yeah um to adhere to the law what is um, it about us humans that can't just stick to the law oh wow um i think it's the nature that we have in us um again that stems from um the fall of man and we just yeah we just want to kind of be our own i'm gonna say our own god or do mm-hmm. things our own yeah um, and certain times even when we try to adhere to to laws sometimes we can become complacent mm-hmm. um we might um maybe just slip up here and there and then trying to by our own strength mm-hmm. adhere to to that it's, it's quite difficult um, even even man-made laws obviously there's lots of them some of them that we're aware of some of them uh, we don't know mm-hmm. I'm sure even um, a few people might have broken a law here or there because um, even stuff like littering that's I'm not sure if that's inscribed in the law but that might be a law mm-hmm. but I'm sure some of us might have <laughs> littered here or there <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah I think it's just our nature to um, sometimes just come up short yeah when we try and um, rely on our own strength to, to abide abide by and you know what that's so true and it's that's just to tell you how much god really understands us he knows he knows who we are we can't deceive him you know and and i think that might just be the beauty about grace but before we even go and dive into what grace is i thought maybe it'd be nice to read a little bit of scripture here so we have that yep. foundation when um, we start talking about grace and what it really is for us okay okay so i'm going to read romans chapter 7 and yep. I'm, I'm conflicted whether i should start from the beginning or just go straight to the point but i will start from verse 4 okay right likewise my brothers um you also have died to the law through the body of christ so that you may belong to another just to make sure that my <laughs> translation is the one people can understand because king james oh god Oof. right um i'll start i'll start again just right you know what listeners i know i sound a bit confused but i think i'm going to start from the beginning because okay. that's the only way we can understand this topic right so i'll start <laughs> verse 7 chapter 7 verse 1 or do you not know brothers for i am speaking to those who know the law 
that the law is binding on a person only as long as he lives. For a married woman is bound by the law to husband while she lives, but if she, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. If she, if well, so if her husband dies, she is free from the law, and if she marries another man, she is not an adulteress. So verse four says, likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you may belong to another, to him who has been raised from the dead, in order that we may bear fruit for God. Verse 5, for while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit of death. But now we are released from the law, having died to what which held us captive, so that we serve in the new way of the spirit and not in the old way of the written code. Verse 7. What then shall we say? That the law what then shall we say? That the law is sin? By no means. Yet if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. For I would not have known what it is to convert if the law had not said, you shall not convert. Verse 8. But sin, seizing an opportunity through the commandments, produced in me all kinds of covetousness. For apart from the law, sin lies dead. Verse 9. I was once alive apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin came alive and I died. Verse 10, the very commandment that promised life proved to be death to me. Verse 11, for sin, seizing opportunity through the commandment, deceived me and through it killed me. Verse 12, so the law is holy and the commandment is holy and righteous and good. Verse 13, did that which is good then bring death to me? By no means. It was sin producing death in me through what is good, in order that sin might be shown to be sin and through the commandment might become sinful beyond measure. So verse 14 then says, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am of the flesh, sold under sin. For I do not understand my actions. For I do not know what I want, but I do the very thing I hate. And, you know, this goes on and on. So I think this kind of shows why um, it's not like the law was bad. <laughs> it's not like the no. law was um, anything but holy. But it was like our our sinful nature, which, um, was, which kind of started from the Garden of Eden when we um, disobeyed God in the beginning in genesis that sin nature our 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 tendency to be sinful that has now passed on from generations from adam is that very thing that takes an opportunity using the law to do the direct opposite does that make sense yep yeah yeah i'd agree as you say the law is is not bad the law was given by god and it was, reflects um god's character god's holiness god's attributes Mm -hmm. but as you said it's it's our human um shortcomings in in relation to sin 
um, that causes us to, upon looking at the law, um, then not being able to adhere to it, and also then becoming, yeah, um, I guess tempted or lost it into committing um, things which are against that law. Yeah, um, but it's just due to, as I say, um, our, our sin nature, uh, which prevented us from adhering to the law and it's yeah it's impossible mm-hmm. with our nature as it is yeah. to ad- completely adhere to god's law which is quite interesting because i remember there's a scripture in the bible that says that god knowing what we had become right ahead of time already already decided that a savior would come right and that's yeah. jesus christ and mm-hmm. so his death and um, his resurrection and his death signifying how you know we also you know we die to our flesh and then we resurrect and we are alive now in christ you know that's the significance of the death and the resurrection also now you know gives us a hope that we too can die to our sinful nature and be then and then be reborn and alive and dead to our sinful nature so that we can now be alive in Christ. Right? Yeah. And so yeah. through Christ, we then have the ability to rise above sin. Which yeah, is difficult exactly, for yeah. us to do on our own. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So with with the, with you know with this understanding, right, then what is grace? Oh. That's a that's a big <laughs> one to, to define. Um <laughs> I should try my own little way to yeah. to <laughs> to attempt. I'll start off by saying, uh, yeah, grace is. Uh, I think I mentioned before it's embodied in in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically Jesus Christ in redeeming action. Um, but grace um, is kind of God's goodness and kindness um, that is manifested towards us. Um, that we do not um, merit, mm-hmm. we're not. We don't um, earn it. We don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have access to, and uh, we can receive um, through Jesus Christ. Mm. So that's my own um, take on it. That's 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 really good. That's profound, honestly. Um, I think um, I've always known grace to be. The, abil- the the enablement that God gives us to to do things to um, to accomplish things I guess and also it's like it's like a it's like a, a it's almost like a gift or no and a strength or an ability to be um, yeah to do things out with ourselves which kind of mm-hmm. then also relates with what you said as well that if not for Christ we wouldn't have had this grace too because at the end of the day we only receive this grace because Christ died and so yeah. he's that he's that he's that person that always in the court in the heavenly courts um you know he's always uh, what was the word advocating for us um, regardless of our sin nature he's the person that God sees and um, then God has mercy does that make sense yep yeah. yeah it does okay so as 
Christians in the 21st century, how do mm-hmm. we, how do we, how do we live under this grace? How do we tap into this grace of God in our lives? Understanding oh, wow. law, understanding this, and the, the the law, the sin nature in us. Um, how do we navigate through life? Um, as Christians, so assuming that we've, we've given our life to Christ, we're saved and we're just trying to um, build a relationship with God um, and reflect Christ Jesus to the world and show love to, to others. Mm-hmm. I guess one of the key things is for us to um, yeah, be aware of the... Um, I guess the, the sinful nature. Um, we, through salvation, we are no longer bound to sin, um, but doesn't mean that we can't um, commit commit sin. Um, so to be conscious of that as one. Um, secondly, I would say, obviously, the, our relationship with God um, and deepening that, and knowing more of God, knowing more of His will um will firstly comfort and strengthen us um and then that will give us the enablement and strength to do things that ordinarily we wouldn't be be able to do um in this day and age it's it's quite important for us to continually um go back spend time to with god yeah one of the key things we've been discussing is the importance of us to renewing renewing our minds i think there's a lot of information that we take in and things that we allow to to seep into to us that might um i guess dampen that connection um dampen our ability to focus on god focus on jesus and subsequently um have access to that grace um so just bearing that thing in mind and realizing that the more we focus on Jesus, mm-hmm. um, the more access we have uh, to grace. Yeah. Um, and yeah, be conscious that what we take in on our everyday basis, yeah. even on even social media. I think someone mentioned recently, um, obviously when you're going on different social media, the, the information we take in is presented on a feed. Mm-hmm. That is what we then feed ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. So they mentioned that and it was quite... I was like, wow, because we're feeding ourselves through the feed. Yeah. Uh, so we're feeding our souls, we're feeding our minds. So be conscious of what we're looking at. Yeah. Spend more time um, focusing on Jesus. And again, then we'll have access to, to the grace. Okay. Of God. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that input. I, I think there's another question, you know, also for our non-Christian listeners, because, you know, we can't leave them out. At the end of the day, this is a podcast we want you know for people to hear and learn from and potentially free yourselves from the bondage of sin bondage of the law of sin and death you know and so for them um, i have to admit sometimes christianity looks like it's a bunch of laws of don't do those (laughs) and do's you know and uh, it can be restricting like why can't i just live my life and you know wonderful you know okay like why do i have to adhere to some laws if not um you know uh, i i don't i can't access god you know does that make sense 
Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. I think, yeah, I guess on the surface level, it might seem um, there's lots of rules and, res- and uh, regulations that we have to adhere to. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not meant to, to be like that. I would say, kind of initially anyway, even for everyone who Christian or not, mm-hmm. everyone has a conscience, conscience um, everyone should know right and wrong. So everyone has... Um, well, everyone's made by God, so everyone has um, some part of God in them. Um, but in relation to when we've given our lives to Christ, or when we kind of see Christians and we see um, maybe they're a bit restrictive in what they do, mm-hmm. um, it's not meant to be, uh, I guess, a, a negative negative thing, or it's meant to be restrictive. I think, especially if we are um, aligned uh, with God it should be I think that yeah the law is then written in our hearts mm-hmm. so the Holy Spirit will guide oh, us yes. in, in all that we do mm-hmm. it's not like when you we have memorized um, all the 300 laws yes. mosaic laws or we make sure that each day in a passing moment we're, we're making sure that we're adhering to all the, the Ten Commandments or whatever it may be yeah. but we have the Holy Spirit in us, who is our comforter, who is our guide, and through Him, um, as we go about our daily activities, um, He guides us and enables us to, I guess, adhere to adhere to God's law and do what pleases God yes. and what doesn't please God. Yes. So some things that might seem um, like we're maybe following the law, it's more like we have the Holy Spirit in us, who's guiding and us. And we do it with so much joy and acceptance, like. there there comes a time where uh, again that's why that grace comes in you know when you come before god saying god i have the same nature in me like even when i intend to do what's right i end up just messing it up like you know sometimes i just want to do the right thing and i I know it in my conscience everyone has a conscience non-christian christian you know if someone says oh i'm going to kill you you know that is wrong if someone stabs someone yeah. at the back you know that is wrong you don't have to be a christian to know that so in some ways god actually has put in us the understanding of what's wrong and what's right in our hearts it's we that choose not to acknowledge it because sometimes we want to please ourselves we want to just do it because we like it and that's that's our problem <laughs> yeah you know? and so it is and so it's for us to realize that hey this is me god and know that it is wrong sometimes it just takes humility to accept that okay i am in the wrong and sometimes i can't mm-hmm. help doing this and come to god and say hey this is what's happening and it is until we humble ourselves and realize who we are right and know that it's wrong and come to god and ask for help that is when that grace will be made available yeah. And it's in accepting Jesus Christ for who he is and the salvation he came to bring. That's why his name is the Messiah. He's the Savior. This is the reason he came, to save us from our sinful nature. That's why the Israelites were confused because they were expecting a Messiah that would come and chase all the Romans out of their city. <laughs> but that was not why he came. Yeah. He came to tackle our sin nature so that we can accept him and then have the grace which is that ability to overcome our flesh 
our sinful sinfulness exactly. which is amazing because then you will now become free from the law of sin in our bodies in our flesh and then we begin to mm-hmm. operate in the spirit because god is spirit so we begin to operate in a higher understanding of you know of of of, of god and we we also now conduct ourselves and our behavior in light of that understanding and suddenly we become better versions of ourselves we're no longer addicted to yes. what pornography we're no longer addicted to um you know just the things that we just used to do so badly and wrongly you know some of us are addicted to lying and you see when you begin to accept that grace you begin to live and rise above it and suddenly like you said the law will be written on our hearts and it will just it will be like second nature because god has taken that sinful nature away and that is the beauty yeah, of, think... of law and of law and grace and grace in itself yeah i think you've just yeah. basically summarized it beautifully um yeah just going back to um, when when you started, yeah, that everyone everyone has a conscience. Everyone feels yeah. right and wrong, um, but then transitioning from that to being able to overcome our uh, mm-hmm. fleshly nature and not being um, mm-hmm. kind of slaves to our flesh and having all these addictions and things that we we um, can't resist or control, and that's when we need to mm-hmm. be transformed and we need to be translated from living um in the flesh to living in the spirit and that can only happen once we've given our life to christ once we have um received grace through christ and received the holy spirit then help us to Mm -hmm. to do that um and yeah it's 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 the the free Mm -hmm. gift of of god um and yeah it's we can't underestimate how how wonderful how beautiful it is for us to to receive that because it is a it's a major a major change a major difference um from living um i guess in that sinful nature in the flesh being bound by all this and things that weighing us down all the things we're having difficulties with translated to living in the spirit and then not um Mm -hmm. relying on our own selves we uh, Jesus Christ um, there to help and support us and through him and the help of the Holy Spirit we as we say we are then mm-hmm. I guess transformed um, into what God intended yeah. us for us to be so yeah yeah it's, it's wonderful it's super super wonderful and so I, I guess you know we, to end um, the converse, uh, the conversation I thought it would be nice to read Romans 8 and then now also have an understanding of how God really perceives the law and how he perceives Jesus Christ um, who is that savior you know so I'm going to read from um, Romans chapter 8 from verse 1 to I think I would stop at verse 11 right and then we'll we'll wrap it up here at the end of the day guys um, Jesus is love and I, I think God is calling us you know to a higher place where he's like I want you to live your your nature and your tendencies and, and look and aspire to something higher. You know, I'm aspiring for something better. You know, you can do better. You can be better. You don't have to accept 
your sinful nature for what it is like you know the way people say it is what it is <laughs> you know <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be what it is you can change everyone has a yeah. chance to change and that is where this grace is it's available it's so, it's available and it's, it's free. free it's a free gift it's free so sometimes when people struggle and they do it all on their own you know sometimes i just wish i wish you knew i wish you knew jesus because you don't have to mm. do all of that by yourself mm? you know so i'm yeah. just going to read verse um chapter 8 romans chapter 8 verse 1 to 11 and we'll you know we'll call it a day so i read there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus can i get an amen Oh, come on. Amen. This is saying that look, Jesus doesn't condemn you. Wow. Regardless of that sin nature in you, he doesn't con- he will not condemn you because he knows. That is why he came. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free. Free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Verse 3. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin he condemned sin in the flesh verse 4 in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh but according to the spirit verse 5 for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit the six for to set the mind on the flesh is death but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace who wants life and peace in their life come on me too me, okay me. so verse seven <laughs> for the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to god that's to say that if we continue to live and want fleshly things, when it, think, when it comes to things of God and things that are higher and, you know, way better, we will not be, we will not be accepting to it because at the end of it, it's because we want to dwell in our sin. That's just the truth. At the, if yeah. we could all look within ourselves, sometimes we don't want to hear the truth because we like what we're doing. Yeah. That's true. So I, I read true. on for... It does not so for the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to god for it does not submit to god's law indeed it cannot verse 8 those who are in the flesh cannot please god so verse 9 then says you however are not in the flesh but in the spirit in fact the spirit of god dwells in you anyone who does not have the spirit of christ does not belong to him but if christ is in you Although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raises Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life, will also give life to your mortal spirits through his, will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Praise God. Honestly, this is an amazing testimony. And this is the difference between the law and grace. God will give you the grace and the ability to live and rise above sin so that the righteous requirements of the law will now be fulfilled in you. That nature that made you not respond to that righteous nature of the law will be taken away 
then when we begin to move and walk mm-hmm. in the spirit and that higher calling God has in our lives, you know, fulfilling the law will be easy. Fulfilling the law will be like second nature. It will be written in our hearts. So yeah, guys, I hope this has spoken to, you know, our listeners. And, you know, give God a chance. Give Jesus Christ a chance. Go read Romans chapter 7 and chapter 8 and understand this for yourself. And I pray that we all come to the wonderful knowledge of who Jesus is and accept his salvation and accept his grace. So with no further ado, we're going to end the podcast today. And I hope you guys are ready to get into the next episode. Peace, y'all. Hi guys, don't run away yet. I have one more thing to announce to all our listeners today. We believe that everyone should have a chance to explore faith, ask questions, and share their point of view about life's big questions. We at Vision Society invite all students, all people to bring their friends and join us in our Alpha course online free. Alpha is an exciting multi-week session exploring Christian faith. Each talk looks at different questions around faith and provides a space online for open conversations to explore the meaning of life. We aim to create a space online where people are excited to come, bring their friends and make new friends while having conversations about faith, life and God. So we're excited for you guys to join in. If you go to our Instagram page, you will see a video promoting our event and a flyer at the end that gives further instructions. Closer to the date, which is 3rd of March, 2021, we will be putting our link on our bio. So heads up and get ready. It's in a month and we hope to see you there. Peace.